Welcome to Quotable, a female millennial entrepreneur podcast. The show by and for female millennial entrepreneurs who are building and running thriving, successful businesses while living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Alessandra Polina, owner of Quotable Media Co., a PR and media company. After nearly 10 years of building a PR agency, I've learned a lot about business and entrepreneurship, but the most valuable things have always come through conversation with other women who have been in it too, and I want to share all of that with you. So sit back, fill your coffee cup up, and listen in. Before we dive in, I wanted to invite you to join us for Quotable Magazine's Summer Issue Launch Soiree in Boston as we celebrate the launch of the summer issue featuring powerhouse women of Boston. Quotable Magazine is serving up the celebration of the summer on June 7th, and we want you to be there. Come celebrate women in Boston that are paving the way for others in their industry and get a copy of Quotable Magazine's new summer issue. Mix and mingle with powerful women of Boston and celebrate female entrepreneurship within our city. Grab your tickets today. I'll be sure to link them in the show notes. I can't wait to see you there. How do you really resonate with people? How do you create material and market to people in a way that actually can not only reach, but also have an impact on millions of people in a meaningful way? I think the secret is to start with one. What do I mean by that? One of the things that I see a lot when it comes to marketing, PR pitches, really anything where you're creating materials and any kind of outreach to other people is that people draft stuff as if they're talking into an abyss sometimes, as if they're talking to the masses because they often are. They're thinking that the materials they're creating are going to and are speaking to all these people because they want them to. They want them to reach as many people as possible. But what that does is it makes it sound and feel like it's actually for no one. This is extremely important when it comes to PR and media pitches and something we talk about a lot internally at my agency because um, that's where personalization really, really does matter. But it's important. It's really, really important probably just because that's what we're doing the most on a day-to-day basis, because it's equally as important to everything else in the marketing world. And, you know, when I see it with media pitches, it's that the pitch makes sense. You know, it sounds good as far as a pitch goes. It's, it's got all the right things, right? It's got all the right components, but it doesn't necessarily sound like you're speaking to a person. It sounds very official or sort of general in a way sometimes when you do this. And even if it's specific in terms of the topic and the story idea and the details in the pitch, it doesn't feel like it's written for a person. Even if technically, you know, it ends up being tweaked a little bit to be a a pitch for a certain writer at a certain outlet, you know, sometimes there's sort of like the template pitch, like the first version that like kind of has the general details and whatever, and then you tweak it to the person. You add in a sentence here or there um, or things like that to make it more relevant, like to make it super relevant to a certain writer at a certain outlet. But it's just a thing that when you're talking to a person, you say things differently. You're often a little bit more casual. You'll often bring in 
certain ways of speaking or certain ways of communicating that you don't necessarily bring in when you're talking to the masses or even when you're putting something out there it's even if so you start the template pitch kind of or whatever it is even if you add in sentences here or there like the bulk of it just doesn't sound quite the way it would if you were actually talking to someone you know what I mean um sounds a little more like you're putting out some kind of official statement or you know and if like quote-unquote marketing material like it just does it sounds like that it feels different and the things that come in when you're talking to a person about having, you know, those maybe maybe being a little more casual, maybe using certain words or phrases or just the way that you would put sentences together even. Those are the things that make it feel more real, that make it actually resonate with someone. When something is for you, it just resonates so much stronger and people feel that and people can tell and they pick up on it. So let's back up for a minute to dive into why it matters. What are we really talking about here? Why, yeah, why does it matter? Why speaking to one person matters in your marketing material? And I think it matters for at least two main reasons, kind of. One being kind of what I was already saying about how it really is just so important to not only make someone feel like you're speaking directly to them, but it just makes everything you're saying seem more realistic makes it feel more real and really hit home in a different way. We all kind of know that saying about how when you're talking to everybody, you're talking to nobody or something like that. And that's because it just doesn't mean much to anyone when it's something that works for everyone. When you have one person in mind, you will talk about things in a different way. You will explain things in a way that's more authentic to you and to that person that you're speaking to. And you'll come across, you know, more confident and it will have a much bigger impact on the person that you're talking to. And I think, you know, too often brands just don't have, don't bring in enough of that personal element because they're creating for everyone and they're not actually talking to a human being. And when you're creating forever and you're not actually, it's just, you know, it's just different. When when a human is absorbing something that's created for a human, they can tell. And when they're cre- absorbing something that's not created for a human, they can tell. <laughs> and that's what we want to shift. That's what you can shift with super easy change in mindset of actually creating for a specific person and talking to one person and make sure you're actually creating for that human. And if if something resonates with them, with that human being, it will resonate with other people too, because we're not completely unique. There are things that people in different demographics all like, and we all resonate with. And so even when you're speaking to one person specifically, someone else will always like it. They can't necessarily tell. We can't necessarily tell who the per who who the who the material is like who that message is created for. But we can tell that it's created for a person, if that makes sense. So it's it resonates with more than just the one person you're creating it for 
and it resonates a lot stronger though because it's been created for a specific person it's sort of like when you make something for a friend and another friend is like oh my gosh I love it so much will you make one for me too like I'm thinking of for example if somebody when like a friend starts a craft project right or they they like make something they make a pair of earrings for a friend or they make a painting you know as a hobby in their downtime they decide to paint a picture for someone someone's always like oh my gosh I love that can I have one of those too or can you make one for me too even though it wasn't made for them it was made for someone else but it was made with that personal care that personalization that like loving touch, whatever you want to call it, like that is the kind of thing I'm thinking about here. That's the kind of thing we want. And do you know why they loved it so much? It's because it was so perfect for the person that you made it for. And this other person also sees themselves in that. And they also resonate with that. They feel similar to that person enough that this painting or earrings or whatever it is like really hit home for them too and that's why this is so powerful people really do see themselves in other people and they really do connect with and resonate with things that are created for someone else almost just as much as if it was created for them but that's the key it has to first have been created for someone when it's just a random mass market painting like it does not have that same kick. So we're trying to bring that into our marketing. I know it's maybe not as quite as like exciting as like a homemade artwork, but still like there are elements of that we can bring in. So the other, the other thing too, of why I think it's so important is I think that it encourages you to actually do more and do it better. And I think that when it comes to marketing, that can be really important, <laughs> you know, having a little more fun with it and wanting to do it more because we know it's important, but it can be tedious. Like if you have more fun with it, you'll actually like want to write down, sit down and write the emails, you know, you won't dread it as much. You won't be like, oh, I have to like do my marketing, put together marketing materials this week or tomorrow or whatever the way you sometimes might are like, oh my gosh, I have to put together like social media content for the week. Like sometimes, you know, it just feels like a lot. It's, it's a lot of work. It is. And if you don't love it, it can just be daunting and it takes time and, you know, it still is going to, but when you feel like you're doing something that's more fun and it's going to be better. And when you feel like you're writing a letter to a friend or you feel like you're just sending a text to a friend, it doesn't feel quite that same way, right? So part of this um, is mindset, but part of it is that it's actually easier to communicate with a friend or someone that you know, or that you have that kind of relationship with, even if it's just an acquaintance that you met one time at like a party or something, like it's easier to sit down and write them a message than to say, oh, I have to sit down and write my like, you know, email list, a message, an email today. I think that if you actually like enjoy it because you're thinking about it in that way, you're like, hey, I get to actually like write a letter to someone I care about, like, and with them in mind, like with an actual person in mind that can just bring more excitement and more enjoyment. And 
that in itself can make things so much easier for you. And I think that that's really important too. It will make it resonate so much more with your audience. That's what we want. And it's going to actually make it all go further and faster and farther and better. I think I said further twice. Um, and, and, you know, what that means is getting better results. So that's the whole idea. And that's what you can get when you feel like you're actually just sitting down and writing something for a person, like writing a letter to a friend. When you talk to everybody, it just doesn't come out that well. It doesn't sound as good. It doesn't feel as good. So, okay, how do we actually do this? What do we actually, like, how do we literally keep this in mind when we're when we're creating something? Like, if we're going to sit down tomorrow to do, to do our marketing, keep one actual person in mind it's literally that simple keep one person in mind and write to them or you know talk to them speak to them whatever it is if you're I don't know doing a video or whatever but do it to them so I know it can be a little tricky and it's like <laughs> it's easier said than done sometimes right but this is why it's important to have a target audience and to know who your person is and to determine that now or at least in advance and then create your materials for this target person. Like actually have a specific real person in mind though. I know it feels kind of crazy. Like how can I do all of this for one person? Like how can I sit down and do all my marketing material for one person? But even when you're writing your social media captions or your email to your email list or any kind of communication or correspondence or written material. I know it can be hard to feel like you're doing it for one person when it really is a wider marketing plan that that's going on. And we know realistically it's going to go to a lot of people and you want it to make sense for everyone, but it will. I mean, not everyone, it might cool down, you know, your lists a little bit to a certain extent at first, but that's fine. That's better because it's going to then resonate even more with the people who it resonates with. So focus here, focus and get really more specific than feels normal. Don't be afraid to do that. And I'm talking more than just the target avatar or whatever that you might've, you know, put together when you were first thinking about your marketing plan. And I think that's what trips people up to. I hate that. Um, term to begin with an avatar like I think that um it doesn't seem real you know and and yes to a certain extent yes there's you can have say okay it's this person she's this age she's a mom this is her job this is her income this is all her demographics but you know I guess that's fine but it's still very abstract you're still you still are just talking to an avatar as specific as you can get with the demographics. It still feels abstract to your mind. Your mind doesn't really work that way. And you're not really knowing who you're talking to because it's not an actual person. It's just, you know, so-and-so who, who has, you know, checks all these boxes in terms of demographics and it's not actually a person that you're picturing in your mind. So, I encourage you to find an actual person who does like fit that avatar essentially, or who is the person that you want to be talking to, but think of an actual person, you know, don't think of it as this avatar who you're like imagining. It's like a cartoon character in your head. Cause that's what I picture when I hear avatar, 
like think about who is your actual best client or your actual perfect customer your actual favorite customer like literally picture your favorite customer or you know if there's a certain person that you would love to be a client like they don't have to actually be a client right now but you know exactly who it is who you would love to work with and speak to her i think that um yeah, I just think using the word avatar makes it feel much less personal. It makes it less real. And if we just keep in mind, it's an actual person. And I'm assuming that you know someone that you love or somebody who's, you know, a customer client that you either have or you would like to have. Um, and so that's who it is. Pick her. Create your material to be for her. And I think a lot of times we think that we're alienating people who are not that if we get too specific, but re in reality, it's going to help so much more than it hurts. So if you can get really specific, it's really better to do so. And again, the people that don't, don't resonate with that doesn't matter because so many of the people that you actually really want will resonate with it. So here's where we'll go with that. Here's what you'll see from it. When you do this, people who feel like they really resonate with your content or your marketing or your pitch emails or whatever it is, they really realize that it's specifically for them. And what that means is that people will realize, number one, that you get them. And also, number two, that you're looking for a response. I think that when people can tell or even sense that something is going to everyone, they don't feel obligated to respond. And at the end of the day, that's what we really want here. You know, but but we're all like guilty of that. You can picture it yourself. I'm sure we're all busy and we don't necessarily feel the need to respond to every marketing. I mean, obviously, we don't feel the need to respond to every marketing email that comes in. And in fact, most of them, in fact, I would probably say that everybody assumes you don't need to respond to any marketing email that comes in, right? But if it's a personal email that's coming in from a friend or just a personal email in general that you can tell is coming straight to you, then you do feel like you should res respond, right? So same thing on social. It's easy to scroll through Instagram and not comment on a post, even if you enjoy it, right? You're just like used to kind of ignoring stuff, not spending time on it. Everybody has a lot going on and it's easy to just, you know, view something and then move on. But what we all really want with our marketing and with any of our outreach that we're doing is for people to respond. And that doesn't necessarily mean they actually have to reply to the email. You know, we don't expect everybody's going to write an email back, but it could be to respond in some emotional way. It could be to email back. We do want somebody to email back sometimes, right? How good does it feel when somebody actually does reply to your marketing email, right? Like it's like, oh my gosh, somebody answered. That feels good. But it could also be responding in another way. It could be, um, you know, depending on the material, it could be whatever makes sense. It could be to like the post on Instagram. It could be to come to your event. It could be to send you a message. You know, if it's a media pitch, it could be to respond. Um, but we want them to actually reply to the email and say, I'm going to write this story because they felt that it was, you know, they, they had a good emotional response to it. Like, yes, this is important and I want to be a part of it. And that's why I want to write the story. It's because of that emotional response more than anything else.
So what we're really looking for and what we want is that response of some kind. I think if you really think about it, that's what you want from your marketing. It's not just to put stuff out there to put stuff out there, right? It's not to put stuff out there and have people pay attention. It's to put stuff out there and have a response. Again, whether that's like literal response to your email or an emotional response. But when one person will have that response, chances are that more will. And what I mean by you know, connect with one person to connect with a million, it's because that's where we have to start. And it quite literally starts with one person. Anytime you're going to reach more than that, it starts with that. And anytime you're going to have a big impact, you have to have a really big impact on at least one person first. That first person, if you're having an impact on them, then chances are really high that you'll have an impact on more people. But if you're writing things to everyone and don't have that strong of an impact on one person, it's really not going to resonate with more people either. So that's why I think it's a little bit counterintuitive in a way, because people think that if I'm writing this thing with one person, mine's going to resonate with only them and not more people. But in reality, there are 1 million people similar to that one person. There just are, as I said, we're not quite as unique as we think, you know, you are unique, but nobody's that unique in that it's only going to resonate with that one person. If it's resonating with them, there are 1 million other people who fall into a similar category and will also love it. So anytime something has a really big impact, it's because it really speaks to someone. And when it really speaks to someone, it's going to really speak to other people. And that's what we have to really keep in mind. So starting with one person, it can be hard to get used to. That's really what you need to do and what you need to practice in order to have a bigger impact, in order to go beyond that one person, in order to reach one million people. And that's where I see people or brands really having an issue is that they want to go straight to a million people, right? We want to just go straight to creating material that resonates with a million people. And so, you know, then you write things and create things that are for a million people as if it's for a million people. <laughs> and, you know, as if it's for as many people as possible, maybe it's not a million, but you want to reach as many people as possible. And that's just what doesn't work. It just, it just doesn't. It's just because people can tell people know that they're one of a million people that this brand is trying to reach. You can, you can sense that, you can feel that, you can hear that. Um, and even if we scale that down, you know, what if a million's kind of like, you know, like what, I can't even comprehend that. Like I have 300 people on my email list, but you know, even if you think about it that way, you're writing your email for three to 300 people. I don't care how targeted your email list is. If you're trying to write anything with 300 people in mind, it's not going to be as personal as if you were writing the email to one perfect person on your email list who you really want to speak to. So write it to that person, write with that person in mind and see how much stronger impact it's going to have on everyone else on your list too, in addition to that one person. And even if that one person is the only person who has that response that's still probably so much more powerful. Like you will get so much farther with like even really individual targeted marketing if you're writing to one person and have that one person really moved by what you're doing. 
as opposed to the zero who are going to be super impacted by something that was written to 300 people, right? So that's the power of reaching one person and bringing that human personal element back into it. You know, not just coming in with your talking points and your official messaging and your sales scripts, coming in with that idea of talking to one person and what will make this communication with them strong, valuable, personable, and impactful. And when you bring that human element into it, it's just a whole different thing. It just feels different. It just reads different. It sounds different. It resonates differently. And that's what makes people respond to things. That's what elicits a response from people. So if this resonates with you, I hope you will give it a try. I know it might feel a little bit different than what you usually do, but I encourage you to try it next time you're doing anything, you know, writing a pitch email to media or writing um, social media posts. Next time you put together an email for your list or a blog post, just try to write it as if it's for one person. Next time you're outlining a podcast episode, record it as if it's for one person or say it, speak it as if it's for one person. I think you'll find that you'll get a good response. And once you do that one time, you might be convinced or encouraged to do it again, to do it more and to actually bring this method into your marketing. Because again, I know it can be scary to feel like you're going to alienate everyone else if you're speaking only to one person. But I think when you see that it's actually the opposite and you're resonating with more of your exact perfect person, you'll be convinced to do it more and more. And that's what I want for you. Because honestly, it's going to make everything more enjoyable for all of us. Like we're all going to enjoy everyone else's marketing more because it's going to feel better and it's going to feel more personal. And that's going to be nice on the receiving end too, for sure. So, okay. If you enjoyed this, let me know. If you have any questions, let me know. Please leave a comment on Instagram for this, this post for this episode or share it if you think that you know of anyone else who could use this kind of mindset shift or information or encouragement. And as always, please leave some stars on this episode for the podcast, at least, or a review. I know most of you who listen have not ever left a review because we do not have nearly as many reviews as listens. So please go do that if you've ever listened to an episode before, or if this was your first episode ever, all you need to do is leave five stars and or leave a quick little great podcast blurb doesn't have to really say anything but I really appreciate it because that's what helps build the podcast and get in front of more people which is the whole idea so thank you so much for listening and for being a part of this community and for always striving to be the best business owners you can be because I love that for us Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this show, please subscribe to Quotable, a female millennial entrepreneur podcast, wherever you listen. So you won't miss the next episode and leave a review on iTunes. So other people will be able to find us easily. Also, don't be shy to get in touch with me or anyone you've heard on the show. We're all about connecting and our Instagram handles and contact links are always in the show notes or online at quotablemediaco.com slash podcast. If you want to join the community of other female millennial entrepreneurs, join our Facebook group by searching female millennial entrepreneurs on Facebook. Talk to you soon and see you there.